What's up? This is Michelle. And this is Alondra. It's another late night. <laughs> it's another late night. For sure, for sure. Oof. So a lot to talk about. Yep. And you know what? I want to really, since this kind of came up today, so I really want to talk about Will Smith's apology. And I know that you haven't seen it. And it was about five minutes long. Yeah. And it was almost like interview style. Like, I don't know how it came about, but they basically asked Will a question, basically like, you know, about the slap and then if Jada had anything to do with it. One of the things that he did, he did apologize to, so now let me preface this. Chris Rock, he said, Will Smith said he reached out to Chris Rock's camp to talk to him personally. And Chris Rock said that he was not ready to sit down and talk. And basically, He's going to reach out to him when he's ready. I thought that was kind of interesting because honestly, I probably wouldn't accept his apology either. I, I don't know if I'd be ready like to me. Like I think in my heart, I probably would forgive that person for doing what he, what they did. But I don't think, I think the biggest thing for me, to be honest, is that the point that you get up and, and hit me, we're in a professional setting. This is my job. I got yeah. paid to be an award show. I, he had to maintain all those people too. Had to maintain TV. a certain yeah, exactly TV. Had to maintain a certain level of professionalism, and not only did it impact how people viewed Chris, but also how people viewed viewed uh, viewed Will. Mm-hmm. So he he said he kind of apologized for that. He also apologized for the people who were around him during the award ceremony because it really ruined somebody else was going to get an award. I believe it was Questlove, and he apologized to him. He also apologized to Chris's mom, and apparently Will Smith had a relationship with Chris's brother. Not remembering what the Chris's brother's name, but he said, "Hey, we had a relationship, and now that's irre- like it's irreparable, like it's damaged." Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that took a lot of effort. That slap took a lot of effort. I mean, he had to walk all the way on stage, right? So typically when we're mad, our emotions only stay for typically 90 seconds. Like, And beyond mm-hmm. that 90 seconds, you have to really put effort into keeping that emotion. So to keep the emotion that long, to walk on stage, I don't know. I just felt like there was more to that than this spontaneous slap. So Jada had, had um, I think, went on a date with Chris Rock back in the day, if I'm not mistaken. And because they've oh, been Lord. around Hollywood for a long time. But I don't think that was it ever since then. Um, now, I'm not saying it was right to hit anybody. So I'm going to preface that. I'm just talking about the history behind 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 the relate that there is a relationship there between Chris and Jada, and it hasn't always been the most amicable. Mm-hmm. So to your point on we only keep our anger for X number of time, and it took a long effort for him to cl- get up there and climb. One of the questions that they did ask him, if it, when Jada rolled her eyes, did that signal him to do something? And he said, no, that nothing that she did had anything to do with him. And I I see what you're coming at because I feel the exact same way. Like I you, feel it was kind of set up. A, exactly. I feel that she um 
I don't know if she wanted him to do that. I don't know. I will say this. I do think that Will and Jada have a complicated relationship. That's I think to put really, it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I think the relationship is fairly toxic and codependent. And the reason I say this is because she's always been pining. If you know the history of Jada and Tupac Shakur, she's always kind of romanticized that relationship, even though they didn't really have a romantic relationship. You know, she has her daughter saying that she wishes Tupac was alive, which I think is bizarre. How could you influence your kid that much? Mm-hmm. And then two, now again, this is all alleged. And then two, allegedly, um, she's just, I mean, well, I guess the affair isn't really alleged. She came out and said that they had the affair. So then she had that she had affair. An entanglement. Entanglement. Then she had the entanglement with, um, I, oh, I got August. She had the entanglement mm-hmm. with August, which she didn't really want to talk about. It was August that brought fo- brought that forward. They say that allegedly Will and Jada have an open relationship, but I think she's the one that's calling the shots. I think he's just going along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure they're 100% aligned. And for some yeah. reason, I feel that she knows how to play him like a violin. Like, I think she feeds into those insecurities and in a way, in my opinion, and granted, nobody said nobody manipulates a 53-year-old man, but I think if you if you know somebody's weaknesses, you're able to manipulate them to do what you want without even, to your point, having to say anything. Because the moment she looked at him, because I thing, he just didn't know what that something was. And in his mind, he thought, well, I'm going to have to go defend my wife. Now, one of the things that people are saying, one of the said he did this is because he was playing King Lear and, and you know, that's uh, Venus and Serena's dad and that King Lear would have done that to defend his family, which I don't necessarily think that. I think that a theory that they're saying, well, he feels like he was like. Oh, you're cutting out. I think I lost you. Am I on? Yeah, there we go. Way okay. back. Oh, we're back. Technical, Technical difficulties with internet living in a with, small town. <laughs> for sure. So going back to Jada and their complex relationship. So the entanglement issue. So if you look at their relationship, it seems to me that she's been humiliating him the whole time, either publicly Obviously, if it's publicly, it's going to be privately. Now, was she forced to talk about August? Yes and no. Like, she could have just denied the whole thing. And instead, she put him on the red table and had a conversation about her entanglement, which I know, even though he says is over it, if you have an intimate relationship with someone, that is a difficult conversation to have. It is a hurtful conversation to have. And... I don't know if I'd be able to have that conversation with my significant other if I chose to forgive them. Yeah, especially with the way that she, like, talks about stuff. She's very condescending when she talks to him and, like, kind of just blows what went on just kind of, like, 
meh, it is what it is, it happened, blah, 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 you know, like, kind of downplaying it. Yeah, like, she makes it seem like it was a growth move. Like, oh, yes, we were just, you know, I I grew from it, and I learned, and all of these, like, I don't know, kind of, like, weird. I don't, I don't believe her. Like, she seems like a narcissist. And I think she's manipulative. And he has not been able to break free from that relationship, which is why at 53, because let's not forget, he's in his 50s. Yeah. A man decided to go up and strike another man. Now, would he have done it if it was, um, I don't know, would he have done it if it was like, let's see, another comedian, Charlie Murphy. I mean, right, me rest his peace, maybe that's a bad example, but like yeah. Eddie Murphy or somebody that would, that was more, you know. That would smack the fuck out of him back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Would he have done it? Yeah. I honestly don't think so. Now, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I think it's weird too, right? Because he's a comedian too. Uh, and for him to, to say that, to, I mean, to react, reacted. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sad. So honestly, I don't think she loves him. I mean, that's, those are my thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think she does because the way she treats him is not... Now, granted, this is what they show the public, but mm -hmm. honestly, if that's what you show the public and you're supposed to be in love with your husband, I can't even imagine what the atrociousness that's going on behind closed doors. Yep. Um, so with that said, I don't I don't I don't believe that she loves him because if a person loved you, they wouldn't allow you to do those things that, or, or put you through what she has put him through so so he apologized i agree with chris rock i don't necessarily think that i would take his apology i would do it when i'm ready yeah and at this point he's really apologizing to the general public not necessarily i don't think apologizing to chris yeah because i don't know chris we, could, we could go pretty deep in that rabbit hole of like what really happened you know like Illuminati stuff and you know like his moment of shame and all of that. Do you that. think that was it though? So so here's the thing. Let's go, let's let's touch the surface because I don't know if there's an Illuminati or not. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody truly nobody knows. knows. Right? There's what no I, proof. There's no proof. But what I have heard coming from like YouTubers and People who are on TikTok that I've watched, allegedly, to me, it makes sense. There is a group of people that are into some very, very dark things. And it makes yeah. absolute sense. And let me tell you why Hollywood. I feel it makes Yeah. Uh, let me tell you why it makes absolute sense. Because let's just say that Hollywood is a big high school, right? And there's in that high school, there's people that are into country music. There's goth kids. There's people that are into... Whatever you tickle your fancy, there's always a group of people. The thing is that in high school, it's more obvious, right? Because, you know, people, children or young people dress according to what they like at the time. Mm -hmm. So if you take that and then you kind of put it in Hollywood, which is technically a bit high school, there's going to be people that are, that are not into any of that. But there's always going to be a small group of people that are going to be into some really dark, weird stuff. And I think it's a, yeah. and I think it's a small group of people that it's are in some dark, humans. really. 
yeah, all humans. So, but yeah, but I'm just relating it to high school. So, with that said, there's going to be a group of that population within that little insular group because I don't even think there's more than a thousand, maybe two thousand, three thousand people in the entertainment industry. And I don't even think that that the, are like big names. That are big names, probably less than that. If you're talking about big names, we're talking maybe a thousand people. If that, yeah, like if we're talking about, then we're talking like big names. list, a, and even then, a list maybe not even a some B list, maybe some B list, yeah. But if we're talking about a list, like the only, I just think, you know, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, um, The Rock, The uh, Rock, Will Smith. I would Will call Smith. Will Smith an A list. A-list. Yeah, for sure. A list. Kevin Hart. Kevin uh, Hart. Yeah. Um. I mean, all the, the big other? people, Johnny Depp, yeah. you know, like Johnny all, Depp. all your super celebs. Exactly. All your super celebs, which I, we can't even sit down and name 10 of them. Like, I guess we could if we really tried hard, yeah. but I mean, it was even like it was so, so I think it's a very small group of people that are into some very, very dark, weird stuff. Um, and to your, that allowed somebody like Harvey Weinstein and somebody like um, that gentleman that died. Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. To have those. Well, I mean, that's in more than just Hollywood, too, right? Like, Epstein oh. was in the science realm and he was in technology. And I mean, some oh, of the man. biggest people in the world that aren't even in Hollywood are yeah. connected to They're him. They're just like yeah. really. Oh, speaking of now that we, you know, speaking of Ghislaine Maxwell. So she is going to a minimum security prison in Florida, which I find kind of interesting given that R. Kelly is probably not going to be put in that institution. Now, both of these people committed atrocious crimes. Both of them. Mm -hmm. I would say Ghislaine was probably. I'll say she's worse than him. I would say yes. Yes. In terms of how many victims there were. And in terms of she actually took people out of the country. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And there you have. Through trafficking. Through trafficking. And there you have like the disparity of it. R. Kelly. Throw away the key. Black man. Throw exactly. Jail, throw away the key. Ghislaine, the white key. woman, getting put in a minimum security prison and not. And who knows if she's going to stay there, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, think about it. Epstein would walk out of jail in Florida. You remember, it was like he was only going there on the weekends. So who's to say that she's only going to be she's only going to serve two years or who's to say she's not going to be able to walk out on the weekends? I don't know. I don't know. That's such a weird situation because she's got the little black book. And so that little black book is actually not the flight log. The little black book is actually people who have been to his island. And I think that's saving her because remember, she said she was going to release those names, but she hasn't. I don't think that's just her, though. I don't think she can release those names. Well, she said that she was she said that she was no longer going to protect uh, those people that were in the na- in those names, and she said that she was going to release them because she mm-hmm. got put in jail. Well, I mean, I think she's yeah, using that they leverage. Said, uh, we will kill you. Yeah. Well, th- they actually moved her to a minute. They, they, I mean, whoever's in that book took care of her. 
um, in terms sure. of putting her in a minimum where she's able to now granted I'm sure it's not it's it's a it's a minimum security I mean they're allowed to do like yoga there and basically go out in the yard and play frisbee and like it's like being at uh kind of like a celebrity rehab yeah so it'll be i really thought that that was kind of an interesting situation with her and i mean we'll see who are we gonna know who's to your point that black book that has the people who actually went on the island yeah we're probably never gonna know and you know what's so horrible about this whole situation is you know he had all that money he put it in a trust and those victims never got a piece of it nothing apparently he has another girlfriend who's like uh what is she like a doctor i think or something she was like a dentist or something like that yeah yeah she's a dentist and the trust is like in her name i think that yeah that's all kinds of bizarre yeah i heard that the trust was in her name and i guess galane too i guess galane can use some too or something i don't know what that lady's gonna do i mean it's a weird it's it's frustrating because of the disparity you see in this country right in in terms of the type of punishment people receive on the one hand you have r kelly who also had a lot of money who's given a very severe prison sentence not not that i think he got more years than she did he did but that's then, because uh, she didn't have a list of names to uh yeah, hold captive to hold captive and then he, and then she's now you know going to some minimum security federal prison and he's going to be stuck in not a minimum security probably is going to have to I think I lost you again what's going on yeah Wi-Fi is a little uh, shriveling tonight it is it's not doing so well and you know what i asked if this was the best they had and they're like yeah that's the best we have and i'm gonna have to wait it's gonna be i don't know how long i'm gonna have to wait but who knows when they start doing all those interesting things are we on yeah we are yep yep okay okay so we're like so yeah so so it's interesting how that all played out and it's pretty it's it's you know do honestly both of them deserve probably the same punishment if not she if not her receives she deserves definitely more yeah because i mean she was doing it to basically sell kids to other people yeah Yeah. that's where he was just doing it himself (laughs) and it's so funny how these hollywood kids they go from once they turn 18 it's like that's it they they're like so ready to sexualize them like once they hit 18 i mean you can see the difference in the way they dress the difference in the like well not even totally, not even 18 probably even sooner than that your point you probably have a point but it, it's 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 very it's very sad so they had this one girl her name's sweeney what's her name 
Sweeney something. She's she's on the show Euphoria. What is her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some stuff about her recently about her complaining about not basically she's living paycheck to paycheck and she's got a net worth of like four million dollars or something. Yeah, but I mean, that's all we had this conversation, didn't we? That's all relative, though, because you can be on paper, have a net worth of X amount of money. But if you're yeah. living beyond your means or if you want to maintain a certain lifestyle and I didn't really find anything wrong with what she said, because reality, yeah, she's saying was a bunch of managers and stuff. Exactly. Basically, she's saying, look, with what I'm making as an actor, because you would assume that somebody who's an actor is going to be making crazy amounts of money. She's all like, they're not paying they us so. what they used to. No, she's like, they're not. Pay We're not getting the residual that we used to get from streaming services. The streaming services, they don't give them the residuals that they used to used to get. And and now everything's streaming. I don't even know a mm -hmm. show that's not on a streaming service which means that contractually she's not probably getting as much as like, I don't know if they're getting as much as yeah, you know, like the, the, the friends used to get like tons. And then I think social media has also kind of messed that up a little bit in a sense that, you know, a brand does not necessarily need to pay somebody like her to get the same reach. You can, you know, probably pay somebody on social media that has 2 million followers, not pay them as much as you would necessarily pay an actor, have organic content and get the same reach. Yeah. But I mean, if she's the one in the movie or in the show, you know what I'm saying? Like they definitely need to be paid for, I don't know. It is a little bit different, right? Because like friends, for instance, was actually on TV. So you have ratings and like how many people are watching that show at that hour and stuff like that and how many people are watching that channel so it's not just about the show it's also about the channel and how much traffic you're bringing to the channel and i don't and know that's but, I, mean, I guess window. you could do this there's ways of tracking that stuff though on those platforms just like i mean you can literally just like tiktok right like you can see how many people have played your video watched your video saved your video you can see all that shit on those platforms too on yeah. the bare end so, I mean, there's really no excuse to not be paying these people their money because they're making so much more money now. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's the case, right? So now she says she's getting better ways to negotiate um, those, but she still has to have brand deals on the side. But one sure. thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, which I found rather interesting in that article, is that her parents basically sold their house out uh, i think i don't know they were out in the pacific northwest to bring her when she was a child to california to pursue acting hmm. that's and so she's saying that she has all this pressure and all this stress of course because her parents put that pressure and stress on her when you and then she said that they couldn't afford the cost of living was more expensive in california they couldn't afford a hotel uh, a house so they had to be living in a hotel so her parents whose probably dream was to become an actor because I don't understand how you can put that much pressure on a child, but some of these parents yeah, do put that much pressure on a child and they did. So she knew that she had to hustle. So now she's got all these anxiety attacks and all this stress because really the livelihood of her family was put on her at such a young age. So when mm -hmm. she says, Hey, I can't afford to take six months off she probably can't because she's probably still supporting her mom probably supporting her dad and her brother 
Yeah. And whatever well, she's she not needs. an A-list actor. She's not making that much money doing these things. No. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I didn't even know who she but, was. Like, I know I who she either. was because it's she's more of a Gen Z, like, with the Gen Zs. Um, uh, they know who she is. But even, I bet you anything, if I ask my nephews, they don't know who she is. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably be like, who's she? Oh, yeah, but that's about it. Um, so yeah. they, she said, and basically she's saying, I can't to afford to live the lifestyle I want to live, which makes complete sense. Like if you want to live the lifestyle, you're going to, you're going to have to take high side hustles and her high hustle was brand deals. And now I guess she, hopefully she'll get paid a little better, but I, I, mean, I can't even imagine having that sort of stress as a kid saying, Hey, I, my parents sold everything to come down mm-hmm. here and now I have to go on auditions to make it happen and it's so interesting because it's funny because I I do I do have a problem with that granted it's not my kid right and people will argue well that we're just you know pursuing but the fact that you sold everything to come down That's and focus completely on a child is not necessarily the right thing to do and then I always thought well are they really following the child's dream or are they following their dream of what they wanted to do and trying mm-hmm. to work vicariously to the child and it's it's interesting to me people that do that to their children yeah like and dance also, moms cheer moms like gymnastics moms like all that you know it's or we it's insane and yeah. we see it on tiktok too yep yep people are literally just using their kids to yeah and it, like they see how many saves they're getting on a video. Like I literally saw this video earlier and it's just a little, it's completely innocent. The little girl is in the garden eating literally fresh fruit and vegetables that they just picked out of the garden. It's like a tomato and a cucumber. And she's literally just eating them straight from the garden with like her other two little bitty sisters. That video was saved 43,000 times. Like who is... You know what I'm saying? Like, why would somebody save that video of the little kids eating tomatoes and cucumbers? Most normal people are not going to save that video. They're going to look at it no. and go, oh, that's a cute video. And they're going to watch it and they're going to scroll. Moving but on. Creeps. Creeps are going to save that. that video of that little girl eating that cucumber and fantasize about it. And it's gross. Creeps. But that's- there was exactly there was this one lady on tiktok that was focusing on that like how are these these little pictures of these little kids now at some point as a parent like if i were a parent i'd be like i don't prefer my children to be on social media like that yeah but if the parent still keeps them on there knowing that they're getting all these likes and all these follows then you have to think about okay parent like at some point you know even though it's innocent enough but other creeps are looking in there and saving them. I don't know if I'd want to put my child in that in that atmosphere. position. Yeah. yeah, in that atmosphere. Um, to be open to that, you know. So and she the one of the ladies she was reading some of the comments, people were saying, Oh, she's mature for her age. She's two. Yeah. She's two. So I do see right. a lot of well, people or even go ahead. I definitely could see how depending on who made that statement and their intention behind it, right? Because you could have a two-year-old that's talking very well for a two-year-old, maybe like a five or six-year-old, right? And like, you could say, wow, they're mature for their age. But like, are they saying they're mature for their age because of 
other reasons, right? Like, yeah. And there, and you know what? And there's no way to tell, right? The, I mean, you can assume positive intent. The other videos that actually also, this is just me personally bug me, is whenever they like have a little kid and they like throw a piece of cheese on them, or you know. That, oh, that is so. Yeah, I can't stand that. Why would you do that? Like, even though they're little kids, they have a little autonomy. They're little. Mm -hmm. They're 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 people. They may not be able to say much. Right. But and like, mentally, would you do that to somebody else? Right. Like, would you do yeah. that to an adult? Absolutely not. To, uh, to would adult, you do it if they were a teenager? Or, do, you know, would you do it to somebody who has that type of mental capacity? Because in mm -hmm. reality, they're small, but they're, they're not their brains aren't fully developed. Would you right. throw a piece of cheese and thinking, oh, I had a grandkid just to throw him a piece of cheese. And I'm thinking I, I it bothers me to see that when it's like with 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 little little kids when they're just like throwing a piece of cheese on their face like or throwing something like that why is that funny it, i don't find it yeah. funny did you see that video that i mean i'm assuming it's viral I, it had quite a few like thousands of comments and likes and stuff but they literally he's like um i don't know probably 3 or 4 year old little boy and they shaved literally the top of his head to look like an old man haircut and like on the sides, it was like buzz cut, but literally it just went like this and the top they shaved completely off. And he is holding like this big pot of chili. I mean, it was a big pot. The chili was only probably about this much in there, but the little boy was literally like crying and he's like, it's heavy, it's heavy. And then they just watch him drop the chili all over the floor after he was crying that it was heavy. And then he just goes hysterically crying because he dropped it now. You know, and he's like three or four and he doesn't want to disappoint his parents. He doesn't want to spill something. Now he feels like he is incapable. And they literally just sat there and recorded him as a joke and then put it on TikTok. I've seen people. do. Uh, yeah, I did see that video. And I thought that I also thought that video was bizarre. I, they have these these parents putting or, or there's this other lady and it's a cute kid and he he's a good eater. And he likes to eat all these food and she's always like in this camera in his face. And he's just, he says one day, he said, not now, mommy. And she's like, okay. She says she tries to respect his wishes, but at the same time, it's like, why are you filming your every single second of your child's life or instigating? So your kid does something. Okay. You don't want to talk. And then because it, let me tell you something. Parents are manipulative. I mean, hey, yeah, and parents kids are just want to please the parents. And kids just want to please the parents and for them to say, well, I'm not manipulating him to do everything you want, but yet you have them on yeah. this app with the expectation that the child gets thousands of likes and hopefully brand deals and everything that comes with it. In a sense, you're selling your child to the general public in yep. order for to make a buck, which I find rather unfortunate. There's one thing about there's one thing about you wanting to present yourself out there. And there's a difference between you presenting a child who has no ability to say no, and yeah. then that just wants to please their their parent. Well, like so they're going to have really to have a career thing. one day, right? Like you're sitting there putting your kid all over the, online, and one day they're going to have to get a job somewhere. And if their name pops up on the internet as this company is trying to do searches on them, and it's like, 
it's just really inconsiderate to me of the child and the child's future and the fact that children only want to please their parents and they don't want to disappoint them so they feel like they have to do what their parent tells them to do or is asking them to do yeah it's it's sick and people don't understand why it's not okay and that's even more like you know yeah it's sad I mean, it's, it's, it's sad because at this point you have a child here and the expectation of the parent is the child to have a career, obviously in entertainment. Cause that's what the, that's what the goal is. Same thing with this little girl, this lady, Sweeney, this young lady from the euphoria show, her parents sold absolutely everything to move to Hollywood and pursue her dream at 10. Yeah. Uh, and then putting all that pressure. Now there's a big difference. Now, if you want, if you, if you're, so, for example, there's a big difference. Like, for example, Taylor Swift, she wanted to pursue music at a very young age, but she wasn't supporting her family. Like, her dad had, was making money. Her dad was helping support that dream, right. but it was never Taylor Swift's responsibility to support the house. Right. And in this yeah. situation, your you parents sold their house for you to pursue this dream. You're living in a hotel. And yeah. that pressure to make money in order to make it all worth it is going to be there. And that, and that's a whole different, that's a whole different story because even with the, even with the cheer moms, right. That are supporting their kid, even though they're living vicariously, I mean, cheer's expensive, you know, it's not like the kids, the, the kids putting out money to be like that. It's, it's just a different, different dynamic. So I kind of felt bad for her. Extreme, though. Like they are extreme, it, you know, like the cheer and the dance moms, it's not just about like supporting the kid, like they are so extreme with those kids. Cause we're not talking about regular cheer. We're talking about the competitive cheer. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. if you want your kid to be in cheer throughout elementary school, through high school, that's one thing, but putting them in competition cheer from the time that they're young, I mean, it's rough because a lot of them are just so like beat them down like oh you need to do better that wasn't good enough and it's just like damn they're five chill out and and the parents do get upset and that's even like uh, the basketball games and the baseball games like the parents are mean i mean to the point that they don't even talk sometimes to the other team, like the other team moms. Mm -hmm. um, my, my sister has her kids in basketball and she's like, she thinks it's bizarre. Cause it's certainly not, you know. Yeah. Like it's just supposed to be a fun sport. For you know, for the, you know are they, for the kid. Right. And if they're good enough, Hey, they make it pro, excuse me. And yeah, if they're not, it was just good yeah. yeah. And if they're not, you know, they had a good time because honestly, most of those kids aren't going to be picked up by a scout. Right. Yeah. It just like depends. You got to be really, really good. Yeah. Got to be really good. So I just thought it was sad that she had to go through. I, I understand why they got upset. They're like, well, six, six. She's just saying, I have to work all the time. Like, I'm not an actor that can take six months off. And, yeah. and we all think that that's what it, it is, right? Like, you can take six months off to a year or even do like what Cameron Diaz did where she was like, I mean, they're not doing projects for years because they have 
the income from whatever's coming in the movies to just relax and, and or do passion projects. Yeah, I, the more that I've learned about being an actor, I'm like, it's not a fun job. Like no. everybody thinks it's fun, but the money that you make, pretty much half of it goes to taxes because you're just in a different tax bracket. And then you've got all these other people that you have to pay, right? Like if the Johnny Depp trial told us anything, it told us how Hollywood really works. And it's mm -hmm. like everybody wanting a piece of the pie. Yeah. Right. You've got all these different people and you've got these different charities that are wanting money. And then, you know, just, yeah, it's, it's a, I don't know. And it's a, it's a really got a lot going on behind the scenes with Hollywood. Yeah. And I wonder, and I'm sure there's people that live within their means in that, in, in that industry, like aren't like, in you know in that whole mix like um who was it uh, ryan reynolds and his wife blake lively they don't live in hollywood they live in a small town you know yeah, i'm sure that they're nice yeah it's pretty cheaper and then they can get to their kids have some sort of normalcy because mm -hmm. you're not gonna have paparazzi just for two people in the middle of like nowheresville right yeah or in a small right. town yeah so they can have some sort of sense of normalcy, which I always thought it was bizarre. Like I, if I if I would have had the opportunity to do that, I don't think I would have I would have stayed in the town like that. I think I would be one of those people that would just like do your job and then just like leave, kind of like a Sean. No, nah, I guess if Sean Penn would be an A-lister, but you know how he's not really in the mix. Like he does things like you know because he's always in the mix in other mixes, but you know like one of those actors. Let me think of somebody that is one of those actors that just kind of yeah who would let me think about an actor that would that just kind of just did his thing and then just oh you know <laughs> i was having a conversation do you remember that that kid that voiced the lion king mm -hmm. he was uh he was in a um gosh what show was it wait is it jonathan taylor thomas yes Yes, uh, yes, he was yes. in home improvement. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if I had this conversation with you or somebody else. Um, I and I don't even know if we had okay, so we didn't have this conversation. So we he was saying if I was gonna be an actor in Hollywood, I would be that kid. And he's all like, I'm I'm I I have the like I did enough acting, so I have enough money. I'm still getting residuals from Lion King. And I really like I don't have to do much now. Like you only, basically saying I only worked for a certain amount of time. I'm not interested in the mm -hmm. fame. I'm just interested in the money. And once I have that money, I'm out. Yeah, then just I, like something reliable. Yeah. Or like Macaulay Culkin. Like when was the last time he was been in the in the in in the public eye? He just he has he made his money. He he does now I will not say I do not want to go with Macaulay yeah, Culkin. He got did. messed up by that childhood. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm not saying that that's the way that I would like to go, but right now he doesn't do he didn't do anything. No, he he says he just kind of does I think the last time he was I believe he was on Rogan and he was like mm -hmm. saying that he just, you know, just projects and is kind of like living a life of leisure. Yeah. Which I think is it's one of those things. I think that that's one thing that you would want to do is just or even like Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz did her stuff and then she ended up 
moving to Canada. I think that's where she lived. I don't know if she used to lived in California and just kind of raising her kid. Yeah. Yeah. She just has a normal life. Yeah. There are a few other actors like that too, who were really big. And then who was it? I think Tony Danza, right? Tony Danza was a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just kind of like, I don't know if he went to, did he, did he do, did he become a, a teacher after um, that show he did? Was I it think family? that's what no, he does now. Oh, really? I, I was, I maybe, maybe yeah, let's see, maybe, you know, I, that, I mean, that's just kind of the way to do it. I feel, oh gosh, she doesn't look the same at all. Oh, he's 71. Yeah, he is. He's, uh. The teacher. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think that's that's interesting, for sure. Oh wow! I I would have not like if you would have told me that was Tony Danza. Yeah, now I recognize him, but I have to take a good look oh, at him. Oh shoot! It was so apparently he took. He signed up, I guess, to basically be a teacher for a year at Philadelphia High School, and they made a show around it. Oh wow! Cameras follow Danza as he teaches two sections of 10th grade English at Northeast High School, covering classics such as To Kill a Mockingbird and Shakespeare. Hmm. That'd be kind of interesting. That's crazy. To watch, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way to do it. But to your point, I would not want Macaulay Culkin's childhood. That's another childhood where he had the stress of supporting his family, which I think... I think that's that's stressful for any kid to to have to deal with. It's yeah. having to worry about financially. Now I have to support. And he made a lot of money very young. Or even like kind of the now I don't know about the Olsen trends. It's interesting to me. There are very few child actors that did not that did not come out unscathed mm-hmm. from the whole situation. Like yeah, mostly especially off. during that time period. Yeah, and even like most recently, like if you think about Demi Lovato, if you think about Selena Gomez, like uh, the, the girl them, from Cosby, Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, when you think about, I mean, I think Selena's probably had a stint in rehab, and so is Demi. Let me see. I know Demi Lovato has Demi, for sure. Yeah, Demi Lovato. Um, I was just looking through because I read this really good book that talked a. It talked about ho- kind of about Hollywood um, and television, and it was a really good book. And it's Dan Rather's Stories of a Lifetime. Um, yes, that is a really interesting book because it talks about how television worked back mm-hmm. in like the eighties and stuff. Yeah, and damn, like damn, it is crazy. Some of the stuff it talks about in that book. And like certain oh, wow. shows that they ran and why they had them set up. Cause like, you know how you couldn't say shit in a TV yeah. show like back in the day. And now they can pretty much drop the F bomb on whatever TV show. It doesn't even matter. Um, but yeah, it talks about all that. And like they, um, I think there was the name of the show was. Um, oh goodness. What was the name of the show? Is the reason they can't drop the f bomb is it because it's there most of the shows are in like a like I don't watch TV that's not like all the television that I watch is on streaming services. Mm-hmm. So is that why they're able to say cuss and say things that would normally not be said because of the because it's on streaming services? 
as right. opposed well, like, to they can cuss now on regular television oh really i haven't seen and pretty much television. say whatever they could literally drop the f-bomb not crazily but they could pretty much drop that word at least once in a certain show depending on how they used it mm-hmm. um but like back in the day you know back in the 90s um, even you rarely heard somebody say shit or damn on tv it, no. it was yeah um but this show talk or this book talks about that and when they started feeling comfortable to say certain cuss words and when they even decided to start even airing shows that had to do with like african-american families and stuff like that mm-hmm. really crazy really crazy it talks about, i mean it just really is eye-opening on how shows were looked at and how racist like it's just it's crazy and why they wouldn't put certain people in shows due to their ethnicity and things like that interesting interesting for sure yeah but yeah so oh going back she had she was in rehab selena gomez was yeah she's she seems to me like when i watch her videos on tiktok like she still seems very depressed like you can kind of just see it in her eyes you know well i mean she was sick for she had what she, I don't know, she still has she has lupus which yeah. i don't is i think it's pain i don't i think it's very I think it's a painful, painful. Yeah. painful um, disease to have. So one day you could be fine. And then your next day, your body, you're in pain. And that being in pain impacts your mood, obviously. Oh, yeah. Right? So I think maybe that has something to do with it. Not to mention she had some sort of transplant. So she's had some very serious health yeah, issues. Kidney, right? Like a kidney yeah. transplant. Yeah. She's had some very serious health issues. So I can see that impacting, yeah. impacting. I mean, people, people die from it. People die from, yeah. from complications right. from lupus. Yeah. So I can't imagine being like one day you're fine. And then the next week you're like in total pain. Well, it's gotta be very, very difficult. Yeah. Well, and just being a celeb is difficult. You know, you've got so many people that just hate you just to hate you too. Yeah. I think you really have to have thick skin in order to like really know who you are you gotta so... be chris jenner <laughs> chris jenner don't give a fuck she's like do you see this she didn't, she didn't care but she but again you know she i mean she didn't she never cared but she knows who she is like she doesn't care like yeah. there's nothing that she's you're gonna like, say you to her that, yeah she's there's nothing that you're gonna say to her that's gonna make her um be angry or upset yeah like she's she's about her money but that's somebody who's like confident within themselves that are not gonna let anything impact and her daughter kylie's the same way kylie doesn't care she's all like i don't even bother answering the trolls it's not worth my time like you know like i will say this i don't know i saw a video i think it was her and chris and i think it was her and uh, chris and chloe too talking about some of the haters and how it does really affect them let me tell you, it wouldn't affect me. I'll Not Chris. Be, but... Yeah, Chris, no. I, Chris wouldn't affect me. It wouldn't affect me. I think I wouldn't care. Honestly, I wouldn't care. I think I wouldn't yeah. care because you have to know who you, like, there are certain people that I know that can hurt my feelings, right? And the people that can hurt my feelings are the people that are closest to me. Those are the opinions that matter to me. 
anybody yeah. else's opinion that is just somebody out there in the general public doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean, yeah. who doesn't know me that doesn't matter to me but when somebody tells you that knows you knows who you are then that kind of cuts a little bit deeper i think than somebody that's just yeah you know not there well, it's got to be hard sometimes because they literally get thousands of comments right like it's still no. got to wear at you a little bit having thousands of comments of people just like you're ugly you're trash you're fake you're a climate murderer blah 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 like at, no. at one point i'm sure you're like i don't give a fuck because i got billions of dollars but also because you are a human i still think it would affect you having that many comments you know uh, I'm Chris Jenner, girl. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would be a Chris Jenner. I wouldn't care. Like personally, I wouldn't care. But you know, to your point, it's like you have to you you have to be like a Chris Jenner, like not not care. I guess if you're feeling down about something, maybe it might get to you. But you're already feeling down on your own. Mm -hmm. But be a Chris Jenner. Um. Yeah. I don't. No. It wouldn't make me, yeah, if it's somebody that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if I don't know somebody and they tell me I'm ugly, like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I already know I'm ugly. But, like, at the same time, it's like, because you're not going to look good to everybody, right? Like, yeah, you're going to be yeah, ugly to somebody no matter how pretty you are. Yeah, some people aren't going to find you. There's a lot of people that aren't going to find you attractive. I yeah. mean, but. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this, I, I think, last time, right? Like, the people know, on I my 600-pound life have husbands. So. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, look, I always think about it this way. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and his illegitimate son. Here you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is married to Maria Shriver, who's a fairly attractive lady. Mm -hmm. And here's Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has an affair with their, the, their housekeeper who i mean i'm not saying she's not an she's not an attractive lady because she was obviously attractive enough for what i'm saying it really doesn't matter yeah you know in the, and in so the eye of the beholder in the eye of the beholder and people are weird like that so sometimes you may look at somebody and you, like i remember when i was younger and i used to look at girls and you see who they were dating and be like why is he even with her like she's not even yeah. that cute because when you're young you, you view everything on a very superficial level and as you get older you realize you know what people like or what people are into is is kind of weird like you may see a girl and you may not you may not think that she is um traditionally beautiful right or mm -hmm. what yeah. but you know that person might have liked the way they smiled or the way they did this or the way or their hair people are just attracted to different things weird things that you know and now it to me it doesn't like it's now as i got older i'm just like i turned like my dad was like well that's who she he liked that's mm -hmm. it yeah, that's it. There's nothing more than that. That's who that person decided to be with or decided to date. That's who they liked. And it's, and it's not any more complex than that. You know? Yeah. 
I'm sure you've seen the couple on TikTok. Her husband is like really muscular and has like a beard. And then mm-hmm. she's kind of a thicker girl. And yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, you know, like, and people just dog on them. Like, oh, I don't understand. They've been together, I think, since like high school or something. Yeah. So yeah, they were I together see- before they both looked the way that they look now, you know? So, yeah. And I, I you know, know what? And I crazy. have seen that. Believe it or not, I've seen that at the gym. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys that yep. are like really fit and then you know the girl is girl, thicker. The girl is thicker. And at the end of the thicker day, that's who she, exactly at the end of the day, that's <laughs> who he wanted to be with. And people she she's addressed that. That lady, that TikTok lady has addressed that mm-hmm. on her page, on her feed, saying, Hey, you know, there's girls that's that here's the thing where I think that you that some people cross the line. I mean, first of all, they cross the line by disrespecting her relationship. But yeah. there was this one lady, she said that actually started hitting on her husband. Yeah. A and lot I just of think people do that. But why? Like, why would you disrespect somebody like that? Like try, trying to disrespect a really an established relationship. Not only that, a marriage, an established relationship, a marriage, and trying to go oh, out of your way to disrespect that relationship. Some women don't care. They literally just want to see the world burn when it comes to that. They don't They don't care. That's pretty low. And I just thought, like, you know, the one thing trying to come after her husband in, in front of her face and, like, her husband's not, like, you know, if, if he's in love with his wife, he's not going to do anything to ruin that relationship. And in this particular case, he's happy with, that's his best friend. That's his wife. He's happy with her. I don't know why anybody would think that they could come in between that. I know. Like they're super, they seem super close. Obviously we only see what they put out there, but I mean, they seem like they're having a lot of fun and like they get along really well. And Yeah. He thinks this are funny. You're good luck trying to break that up. It's not going to happen. Yeah, especially since high school, right? Like, they know each other on this, like, way deeper level. Like, they grew up together, too, or something like that. They're, yeah, I they've mean, known each other since over 14. They're super close. Like, they know everything about each other. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no, there's no way. I mean, anything yeah. can happen, right? Because they still have a long ways to go in terms sure. of marriage. They're still That's young. True. But for now, they're 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 completely happy and enamored with themselves. So with them, they're them as a couple. So I don't see that going anywhere. But it just amazes me the level of disrespect that um yeah. that people have. That people have. So yep. so many women find it a challenge when they know somebody's with somebody else, you know, and they'll just harass that person until they get whatever they're after, you know? Why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? Some women it always do it. Make them, it always, like, amazed me. Is it amazes me. Why would you want to do that to a lady who's happily married? And sometimes they have children, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do think they know? do. I think they don't want kids. No, but I'm saying like there's women that do that to people who have yeah. no, they don't have children, but there's that women that do that to somebody who's happily married with children, and yeah, it's just a sad. Uh, you know, people are just sad to go off and do something like that. So 
it well, is it is interesting but we live in a I very mean, selfish time for sure you know what i i agree i agree i you know what i've noticed about some of the now not recently some of the eastern films are more about um self-sacrifice like if you mm-hmm. watch movies like um the train to busan which is like a zombie movie and at the end of the movie he's he you know the the lead character sacrifices himself obviously to save this young girl for the greater good i don't think we've seen that lately where there's like a sacrifice for the greater good yeah well that's more eastern culture right exactly exactly that you have to but it's uh, we live in a very to your point very selfish culture and what i don't care what makes me happy just it, just as long as it makes me happy, if I have to ruin what you have going on, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very sad and it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Like all these Karens out there, right? Like whatever people want to call Karens. But I think everybody, like I use that term kind of lightly, like everybody, but it seems to me there's just so many Karens right? Like it doesn't even have to be your white woman out ruining stuff. Like people are just attacking people online over like what's getting me lately is like cancel culture with like, oh, you're appropriating this culture when somebody's really appreciating the culture to me. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but there's I saw like some comments on certain things online on TikTok and stuff like, well, you would be upset too if somebody was taking your food and calling it something else. Like, I don't give a fuck what you call the food. Like it's food. Eat it. I think, yeah, but I think this is a culmination, right? Um, Like you're going to take my macaroni and cheese and call it something else. Like, I don't give a fuck. Take my macaroni and cheese and call it something else. Exactly. So I'm going to, from, from a, from my perspective, I think this is kind of a culmination of what's going on in the Latino culture. We have been disrespected, and I will say this, there was a time where we weren't allowed to bring tacos to school. It was before my time, but certainly during my mom's period, they would be made fun of if they brought tacos to eat to their school. They weren't allowed to speak Spanish. And now you have people coming into their neighborhoods that were historically Hispanic neighborhoods and having to move out because, oh, this is a great neighborhood. Look at the culture and having to gentrify those neighborhoods. So now yeah. not only have, do you have a hit, do we have a history of oppression where before when we would eat tacos, you were making fun of us. And this is what's grandparents right. because this is, and now, oh, okay. Everybody's eating tacos. Time, right. Right. Like, but he, if like go, looking back at school, right especially when I was younger school and people brought their cultural food from home, people would get made fun of for bringing that cultural food because it smelled different or whatever. Right. And yeah, I definitely, I understand that. But like when you have people who, I don't know, like uh, the lady that made ceviche, did you see that? Yeah. And she looked it up online to see what ceviche really was, and it didn't supposedly fit what she was making because it talked about using actual seafood and she used shrimp. And so she didn't think it fit into that category, so she called it a salsa instead of calling it ceviche. Yes. And, you know, like, she looked it up, 
she looked at what the definition was and so, so she called it salsa instead i blame mission tortillas for that because that was a sponsored to, to that was a sponsored <laughs> post Gotcha. So that okay. was a sponsor's post. Mission Tortillas is a Mexican company. So when she said at Mission Tortillas, I knew this post is sponsored. She didn't throw the sponsor mm -hmm. under the bus for sure, but right. she made this and then she's all, and I enjoy this with Mission Tortillas. Mission Tortillas was a Mexican company. Should have called it out and said, hey, wait a minute. This is Ceviche. <laughs> Whoever was marketing to that should have called it out and said that that she didn't, she didn't like, she honestly didn't know and said that there, and she like apologized. Yeah. I think when you take a culmination of what historically has happened to Latinos, because unfortunately that trauma moves from generation to generation it's to mm -hmm. the point that we have Latinos now, Mexican Americans that do not speak that are second, third, fourth generation that do not speak Spanish because of those the, those things that were put in place and if you think about it it really wasn't that long ago like i can no, honestly no, yeah it was it really wasn't that long ago so now when you have somebody said oh i'm making spa water and calling something yeah. that it's not it's like okay now not only are you taking our you know or not only are you are you gentrifying our neighborhoods to the point that we can't even live there right yeah. Now you're calling our food something that it's not and not necessarily saying, yeah. hey, this is an agua fresca recipe, not saying, oh, this is a recipe I made up and I, it's, it's so refreshing and you know how to how to make it. And now at this point. See, I didn't know that she was like adding sugar and all this shit to yeah, it. Yeah, she was. When they were saying sugar. spa water, I was like, spa water, you literally can get spa water when you go to any spa like it's got oranges and cucumbers and some mint thrown in it but it's not blended up it's no, literally just it thrown in there see yeah she so, blended it up and then the other that lady water. that's not yeah, even she spa called... water she needs to get it right no it wasn't even spa water to your point <laughs> and she's like mixing it up the ceviche lady now i now yeah. i don't know if the post though i gotta clarify that i think but the she post still was called it by salsa. you know what i'm saying like it's still in that family she still tried to get it right like she looked up the definition and it's i don't know ceviche and salsa and it's still kind of the same thing not really but okay i'm gonna get right, like, now, yeah, it now, technically really. is just with shrimp added to it uh, that's all no, she added to it yeah but ceviche 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 like I no, would yeah, never yeah. say ceviche is ceviche, but what that yeah, lady made only had shrimp in it. So to me, if you want to call it anything, it's more closer to shrimp cocktail, right? Well, she didn't have the lime. I would call it ceviche. I, I would, you know, honestly, I would have called it ceviche. And she said she looked it up. But if you think if she's really truly a foodie, like truly a foodie, yeah, anybody with any like sense of what ceviche was would have known that was ceviche. Like she said, oh, they cooked it with, yeah. I'm adding protein, I'm adding cooked fish, but yet when you add raw fish to well, ceviche, the lemon, shrimp. shrimp, yeah, you can add shrimp to ceviche. You, it's, it, it just has to be any sort of, it can be fish, it can be shrimp. I've had it with shrimp. If you add the lime juice, it cooks in the lime juice. Right. So for her to add just the pre-cooked ceviche without putting it in the lime juice and calling it salsa, 
if well, she, she was truly something she... in the very end, and to me, it looked like lime juice. Yeah, you had lime juice. Yeah, that's yeah. And so, so when I saw that, because she read the definition right, like in the very beginning, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, because I didn't think she was going to add lime juice to it. I thought she was just going to make it like a pico, right? Like just yeah, the dry, yeah. dry products, right, with no juice. Yeah. Um, but then I saw her add the lime juice, and I was like, hmm, okay, but it's just shrimp you know so yeah so that's I the feel like it was a lot for yeah. people to attack her over that though because she didn't call it like something white or something in a different culture right she called it salsa as opposed to ceviche and people are literally yeah. attacking her for it yeah they weren't happy they're they're not at this point i think the mexican-american community and the Latino community, and I don't speak for them, but I'm just telling you, I think they've, they're at their, they're at their wit's end. Like they've had it like in turn. So now any little thing that they can pick out, they're going to like, just be like bees on honey on it because yeah. it's just an escalation. Gentrify that though. That's like what I'm getting at is like, she didn't gentrify it. The salsa is still a Hispanic like thing right? Like, she didn't call it something white. Like, the other girl's trying to call the agua fresca fresca spa water, water, right? Um, And then people using all these, like, white terminology for whatever it is that they created, like the girl with the corn, right? Mexican corn, which I don't think, I don't think it was. street corn salad. Mexican street corn salad. Because it, it wasn't hot. It was cold. So she's calling it street corn salad. She didn't make it hot. It's cold. It's salad. You know what got me to the whole thing was the, her secret ingredient. Yeah. Like, and I, then I had my secret ingredient. I'm like, <laughs> look, dude, it's tahin. Like, you're not gatekeeping anything from us. That's what you normally add to it. Yeah. Right? Um, the ceviche but lady. she gentrified that. She called it a salad. After, yeah, like, like, the ceviche mm-hmm. lady still called it salsa because she thought yeah, she it did. was a salsa. She still kept it within the Hispanic culture so i don't know i just yeah. feel like it was a lot to attack her when she you know you she know, didn't I, gentrify it she literally you just assume i mean i'm gonna assume positive intent with her yeah. and not trying to take credit for a recipe that really has been like done historically for years and years and years um cover the benefit of the dot and if this post was sponsored by mission tortillas if yeah. it was sponsored, I think they should have known better they and told her, hey, wait a minute. told her what to post, right? Like, they should have told her, like... They review it. They don't... They yeah. Don't, they, if, you're, if you're a sponsored post, they review it. So... Right. In honesty, they should have said, you know what? That's really ceviche. Like, you but know... what if... Hear me out on this. What if those companies have learned from Kylie Jenner? Because bad publicity is a lot of publicity oh she they got a lot of publicity out of this for sure they got depending exactly. on who they're they got public, a lot, they got a lot of, publicity of activity about it. with that post and i think but if you look at um mission tortillas and how if you look at their website they are really trying to americanize right so they're they're not putting anything that would be technically yeah, well, too tortillas, i would not even call mexican tortillas because yeah but the, that's, that 
Yeah, but that's kind of yeah, but that's what they're known for, right? Their corn and and, and all of those yeah. things. So I think if there was a sponsored post, they should have known better and told her. I for think sure. they put her in there. But to your point, it's publicity, right? Like everybody's talking about this post of ceviche, and everybody remembers that that whole post came from me. So tortillas. And I didn't even realize it was an ad for the tortillas. Well, because I saw at Mission Tortillas, why I thought this was an ad. Now people are posting things that aren't necessarily ads. Yeah. Ch well, they just, like she probably tagged them in it. She right? tagged them. So I don't know if she tagged them because there was a sponsored post or it was a sponsored post because I think she has enough followers for it to be a po sponsored post. Like she had millions, yeah. I think. I don't know. I got to go back, but she Maybe had a lot of followers. she's trying to get a sponsor. And so she tagged mm -hmm. them. Who knows? But it was like yeah. at Mission. It was like at Mission Tortillas, and then it was almost like it was a sponsored post. It was like, and you enjoy them with this type of tortilla you. chip. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, but if it was a sponsored post, they should have definitely told her, "Hey, this is really called something else." Um, maybe, or maybe to your point, they did it on purpose and said, "Hey, this will have enough publicity for us to." you know, push like on our agenda. But I think the, but to your point, one thing I have to say about Gen Z, especially that that's why, cause I keep on teasing these Gen Z, Z Latinas or Latinos are like on a whole different level. Like there's too period. much canceling going on of people, right? Period. Like to me, but it, I feel there's too much canceling of just the most random things. Like we should be worrying about canceling politicians right now and we're literally canceling individuals over them just not making the most bright statement or brightest post but we're we've got people out there who really are trying to stifle people's voices well it's a two-edged sword so it's a two, so that so the whole cancel culture to your point it's a two-edged sword because one day um Everybody Somebody could, that could be canceled. Yeah, anybody all the time. could be exactly. And so one of the things that I wanted to mention is I don't know if if you knew that uh, George Washington University, um, Clarence Thomas does a seminar. Every I think every I don't know if it's every semester, but he does a seminar. And this year, the students got a petition out to stop Clarence Thomas. Like they didn't stop, but they had a petition out. They had eleven thousand signatures to say that Clarence Thomas not to teach the seminar this year. And so instead of, he just kind of bowed out and said that he was not gonna be available for the seminar that he usually does teach. Good for him for reading the room. Yeah, he did read the room, but here's the thing. Again, two-edged sword. Once you start canceling people mm -hmm. you don't wanna hear, whether you agree with them or not, there's going to be a point when yeah. you're going to be canceled from that whole political spectrum. And that's the scary part. Now he read the room. I don't know if, if the petition actually had anything to do with him. Um, sure. Um, sure it did. The but college I'm sure it probably did. was. Yeah. The child yeah. or the college formally said, Hey, we don't, we don't want that to, to, to happen. But that is like, those, those are one of the things again, two edge, it's a two edge sword, right? Everybody you. says stupid shit at some point. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, mm, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, for sure. Everybody has. And for so sure. if somebody finds that one thing of that stupid shit that you said, 
they want to cancel you over it, right? Like something you said 20 or 30 years ago and you are a completely different person now or 15 years ago or five years ago, even depending on who you are and how, how you've grown. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, heck, you can probably take an excerpt of what we're saying now. Yeah. Take it completely out of context, just the five seconds. And, and, you know, can't like, for example, that poor girl, Sweeney, that Sweeney girl was getting a whole bunch of slack for saying, I can't work for six months, which if you want to have the lifestyle she has, if she wants to have a lifestyle where she can't work for six months, then she has to put in work. And she wasn't really saying anything wrong. She was saying, look, I can't afford to take six months off. Since I can't afford to take six months, I got to take these side hustles and brand deals that I may normally not have to take because it's not like it used to be. Like, I would assume that everybody in acting world is making money hand over fist, but they're not. And she kind of broke it down. They said, well, she's worth $5 million. Okay, let's just say she's worth five million dollars yeah like how much is her house worth or how much exactly how much are exactly all the people right like she's also got to pay insurance and that's health insurance but then i'm sure there's some kind of actor's insurance that you have to have and like oh for sure all the things you're you're independent basically you're kind of like independent contractors almost i think because you have to pay a publicist all these people that have to be on your on your payroll obviously working with that with with the with the particular um, managers social media managers 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 finding you gigs managers finding you um brand brand deals. deals yeah stuff like that like all of those things so i mean they were really angry wanting to jump on board on this poor girl who's really was just saying hey i need to get side hustles to get by would you have said if somebody would have told me hey alondra let's just make it small alondra i can't afford to take two weeks off i'm so busy i have to work two part-time jobs three part-time jobs i'm you know it's not everybody should understand exactly everybody should understand that and i don't understand why it ended up being such a big deal and uh, I don't. I don't think she was wrong for saying anything like that. Not someone that, making that amount of money and having that net worth. Now, if you're looking at somebody like the Jenners, right, and the the Kardashians, that's a different thing, as oh, opposed sure. to just some normal actor actress who really isn't making a whole lot per film or per per show that they're doing. Maybe they make a couple thousand dollars from brand deals, especially someone like her, um, you know, stuff like that. It's not, not all brand deals are millions of dollars, especially for someone like her. Now, if you're somebody like Angelina Jolie getting a brand deal, yeah, that's going to be way different. Exactly. Not, you're just, you know, I wouldn't even say she's a B actor. I would say she's probably like c actor right like she's not big name at all she's known for one show on on um hbo that i don't watch i don't care i mean i don't it's i'm clearly not their demographic yeah yeah i've never seen it i'm clearly not that their demographic and i have no interest in watching it but i mean i see i feel her what she's what she's saying I feel exactly what she's saying. Like she's just trying to make it. And I don't think that anybody should be judged judged, um, by that. It's like anything else. If you want to live a certain lifestyle, you have to do whatever you got to do to live that certain lifestyle. Yeah. 
you know especially right um, now it's crazy especially with all the stuff going around you've got all these different viruses and diseases and and then a, a recession that's not a recession i mean yeah so it's 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 it, we live in interesting times and uh, i mean we have people i don't know what's going to happen i mean i don't we don't know with the whole new york thing speaking of things that are going on let's talk about new york right first they get this mm-hmm. whole nuclear emergency response type this is how you prepare for something and then the second thing they get, get your to go bag ready yeah which is like get your to go that means have copies have everything in there and I, I, I don't know. Is it is it weird? Well, could it be. Is, I mean, when when have they ever put out something like that ever in our lifetime? Well, for for them. Well, I mean, in maybe, any state, in any state, in our entire lifetime, when is the last time a PSA has gone out for nuclear disaster preparedness, and then have a to go bag ready? Not in our life, not, not for us, exactly. right? but not for us. I would say maybe boomer generation for sure, right? Because yeah. it was like in the middle of like the Cold War. Um, so yeah, scary, it is right? scary that it's happening now. I don't know if it has anything to do with, um, so there's a couple of natural disasters they've been expecting, right? And one of them is mm-hmm. uh, having a tsunami hit, hit the East Coast. So, or um, hurricane, sorry hurricane yeah hit the east coast no, no i did hear tsunami some there it is the tsunami yeah hitting yeah. the east hitting the east coast and also a tsunami hitting the pacific northwest and then there's also you know having like an earthquake in one of those fault lines you know oh, like california or there's one in the middle of the country i can't remember what it where, where it's at um but yeah those sorts of things if a tsunami hitting the east coast would be devastating yeah devastating even a hurricane hitting the east like hitting like new york city like a hurricane a really bad hurricane i can't even imagine because of the population density yeah there's no way you're getting out yeah the traffic is just the traffic the amount of people like how would you evacuate that city and i think that the Whoever's probably in charge of their emergency response is probably thinking, okay, if I had to evacuate the city, how would I do it? And would I provide buses for people who don't have transportation, like kind of the, what they did with the um, Katrina? Yeah. I mean, what, what I do you know. do? And even then, that was so a hard disaster. To evacuate this generation of people that's on this planet right now because mm-hmm. there are so many disbelievers of stuff. Yeah, and then there's people that just don't want to leave their home, like older folks yeah, that are going to sure. be like, are not going to want to leave their home. Um, yeah, you know, who knows? I mean, who knows what's going on? Is it, is it a concern? I mean, possibly. I mean, are with you know Russia and uh, China getting mm-hmm. together and performing, mm-hmm. getting putting their own. What is it? Not that that right. has anything to do there. Yeah, and not only the money, right? They got together and. Um, are trying to make their own currency that is backed yeah. by minerals, right? Not like our currency that's yeah. not backed up by anything, like gold standard. Um, who knows, like, what's 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 about to happen? And this whole thing with Ukraine's not getting any better. Like, it's let's, not... Let's discuss that a little bit. Let's discuss that Vogue shoot that they just had. 
that's weird. You can't say that that's yeah. not weird. You're in the middle of a war and you've got time for a Vogue yeah, shoot. That was, for me, that was not a good look. Now, I saw, I saw people on TikTok that were like, oh, she's a queen or they're trying, you know, here's, here, you have, so let's talk about what's really going on, right? So you have folks, and I mean, there was people there, that, people that are, have disabilities aren't, weren't able, that weren't able to leave. They have orphans that weren't able Sorry. to leave. They have people who were members of like church. I saw this like rabbi who had this older lady that she wasn't able to move and mm -hmm. he had to stay and take, I mean, there's people that are really have service, like like service in their heart. Uh, for the people that stayed behind and stayed behind to protect yeah. those folks. And when you have that level of disaster happening in your country, and yet you take the time to take some pictures. When they made like a video too. Like pictures and a video. Like a video. You, if, if they wanted to get their point across, they could have just followed him and just taken pictures of like, hey, look, follow yeah. me for a day. I'm going to show you what's going on. Took and more like um, journalistic, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like what pictures that they took during Vietnam, like more more right. journalistic as opposed to um, like photo fashion, yeah. fashion photo op. I do find I do find it weird. I do think it was a little tone deaf considering what's going on. And I don't know why he signed up for it. Well, to be honest with you. it's not just those things. It's weird. Like, yeah, it's weird. you're putting yourself out there in a war zone and just to pose pretty like in some photos with some military members and with some stuff that's been, you know, blown up. Yeah. Uh, it's, super, it, it's super weird. People weren't happy about that for sure. It is, it is, it is a little weird. I think it was a little weird. That's that's like if I'm in the middle of an emergency, right, and stop to take like, a, a selfie. Exactly, and stop. That's like saying like um like for example, let's just say that the firefighters are coming out and trying to save some people in this burning building, and they stop to take a selfie. Yeah, like it's. I mean, it's just not a good look for for them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, does it matter in the grand scheme of things? I have absolutely no idea on how it's really going to impact things. I think uh, I have no idea. I don't know. We live in a sketchy. very weird... It definitely adds some conspiracy to, you know, like I'm, I'm not a conspiracy over the Ukraine stuff. I do feel like there's a lot going on there that people aren't being told, but I think it's really happening. Right. Like, there's a lot of people in denial right now that Russia is doing what they are to Ukraine, that oh, there yeah. are actually bombs going off and that, mm -hmm. like, yeah, they think all of the pictures that are being shown are fake. I don't mm -hmm. think they're fake, but I do feel like it adds conspiracy juice to it when you've got Vogue over there and you've got all these celebrities just going over there, ho-hum, like... It's weird. What's 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 truly going on? I you know what yeah. I have no idea. But do I do I'm with you. I do think that there is a conflict going out out there, and I don't think it's as is it. I think it's I think it's bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what's funny is that 
we haven't seen the bad. Like yeah, we yeah. saw this Vogue photo <laughs> shoot, but I, but we, but I lately I have like I've not that I've like kept up with NBC or CNBC, but I haven't really seen like real like footage of it. And I'd have to your point, I have to go off yeah, and look for it. Some of the really terrible things that that are really going on, and it's it's so unfortunate because it's very young people um that are fighting this whole i don't even know what to say like i don't have words to be honest with you i mean my heart breaks for the families that have to go through this it's a very scary thing mm-hmm. yeah and ha- and having having to leave in some cases all the men in the family, right? Because there was only one there. They didn't leave certain men. You couldn't leave. I think you, there was an age lit, cut off where you couldn't leave the country. Yeah. Like 18 to 65 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. that you had to stay. And let's just say, if you have a whole bunch of sons, can you even like fathom and, and then and your yeah. husband, your four, your, you know, your four and, and your sons and you're leaving with maybe like your daughter and having your heart out there and then hoping that they protect themselves. Right. Cause you don't, yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine having to go see. That's my, that's why I think I'm even tearing up thinking about it. That's why I think this whole photo shoot was tone deaf yeah. because you have people that are truly suffering, having right to, now. suffering <laughs> and having to deal with that reality. And you're over here taking like a Vogue photo shoot. Yeah. There's this guy that reports on TikTok. He reports like all of the news and he's very, like he tries to make sure he has the most factual information. And he Mm -hmm. said that there's this Russian dude who literally is like castrating people and um, just doing like these very, very terrible things to multiple people just to torture them, right? Like at this point, Russia doesn't care about war crimes. Like they're using basically these things that blow up and rain fire down. And you're not supposed to be using them. It's a war crime. But like Russia doesn't give a shit about the war crimes. They don't care. Like they're not playing fair and we're sitting here trying to play fair. Like, what? I don't I don't get that. Like, there is no playing fair in war. Like, you're sitting there trying to have rules for people who literally don't care. No, and they're, and they're in, in, in all complete honesty, um, something like that, I mean, it, it, we know, you know, after what happened, it, it traumatizes people mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, they're not right. Like, all those, you know, it's, it's, it's such a traumatic experience that, I mean, to your point, I don't know who's going on, what's going on. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's covered, but it's not covered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, right? Like we were being able to see people going live that were in Ukraine, like normal people were going live on their TikToks and you could see literally stuff exploding and you know, TikTok is fucking took all that off. It's gone. It's gone. Like, yeah. look at look at this. Like, even if you look at like what um, let's see what CNN has going on and on their on their cover. Like, so I'm if you go to so CNN, sick of TikTok filtering stuff. Like we talked we talked about before we started tonight. I had I had to make three videos about monkeypox and how it was spread 
because my first two videos were only sent out to like five and nine people. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why are you trying to keep accurate information away from people just because of a, like, um, what is it? Like, I forget the word for it right now. My brain is like, Meh. but an agenda, basically, right? Like trying to keep a certain agenda. And so they're trying to keep certain information off. Yeah. And it's not even conspiracy information, right? Like it's literally factual information that you can look up like on the CDC website. But they don't want that. They don't want that out there. There's people out there spreading no. misinformation and that shit is trending. There's all kinds of misinformation. Yeah, like there's nothing. If you look to CNN on their website on the beginning part, you're obviously seeing the floods that are going on. Um, you hear um, the situation with this lady. The um, what is her name? The lady Wait. who's who's the 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 basket the uh, oh Grimes basketball the basketball Gr player Griner Griner yeah. yeah her. Um, you have the winning lottery ticket, which I didn't play, so I missed I, my chance to be either. a billionaire. I missed my chance to be a billionaire. And then Alex Jones's file, company files for bankruptcy amid trial to award damages to Handy Cook mm -hmm. families, which means that they're not getting anything. Yep. Um, but maybe they didn't want anything. Maybe they just but wanted like, to who say. Who cares him. about that? Yeah. Who cares yeah, about Alex Jones? Sure. Like, we for know sure, how nothing crazy he is. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he is, a, he's an interesting, you're right. We already know how he's, let's see, let's see what MSNBC has to say about it. Uh, no, if you look on MSNBC, you see something about um, a wife, an unnamed White House employee could be the pivotal January 6th is still going on. Oh, yeah, and who cares? Uh, Ted Cruz can't explain away mocking Kamala Harris. I mean, it's yeah, all there's nothing. Shit. Like nobody cares. Yeah, it's not anything. No, they're not. They're not. To your point, they're not putting stuff out there like they used to. Um, I don't look at news like that at all. Yeah, all the news I get is from actual people who really want to be legitimate journalists that are on TikTok. And there are some that it's it totally, yeah. um, there's this one girl that I follow in Puerto Rico who left her, um, her position as a journalist and just does things that have to do with, um, rights of Puerto Ricans and, you know, and she's actually getting a lot of traction. So no, I mean, nothing talking about Chicago. Well, that's um, because all those mainstream news, they have their agendas, right? Like. CNN has their agenda, Fox has their agenda, MSNBC has their agenda. I like The Hill. The Hill, so both of the people that are the broadcasters on The Hill, one of them is conservative or like kind of moderate and the other one is a like Democrat. Mm. So, I mean, you're getting like both sides and they're very reasonable people. Are you familiar with The Hill? It's got and I'm just looking at it right now. So I just opened it up. But again, there's really nothing on what we were talking about. Yeah. No, uh, they talk more about stuff at Capitol Hill. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's going to be bill restriction. Meh. Yeah, there's really nothing. To your point, there's nothing that is really covering it. So, I mean, I really don't know what's going on. I know the only thing I know is those pictures. Yeah. Well, and like somebody made a comment about it's putting it out there in the forefront for people, but I'm like, that's a really poor way to do it. There's been other ways. Okay, BBC is covering it. Well, yeah, and, and, of course, because it's not U.S. news. Yeah, the BBC is covering it. So it's it's if you're looking at BBC, then you're looking at um, UN and Red Cross should investigate prison deaths, says Ukraine. So yes, um, BBC does have it. Russia is claiming, <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, but they're claiming the reason that they're struggling right now in the war is because of these lab created soldiers that were created in Ukraine at the labs in Ukraine. I'm like, bro, you trying to say you're fighting the X-Men cause you're losing. It's crazy. I have no, you know what? I have no idea what's going on. <clears throat> um, yeah, they got to read on the this. I have no idea. It's just something that I have no idea. Yeah, and I mean, are we really, no matter what we read or what we find, is it really real information? Oh, who knows? You know? That's, what, that's, knows? that's why I don't like that TikTok started removing all of the people that were going live that actually lived in Ukraine. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. And I should look at the Twitter verse, see if somebody's tweeting. I don't I don't think so. I mean, Twitter has been pretty much like um the economic stuff going on and pretty much all the same shit on TikTok, just a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. There's really nothing. Yeah, I haven't really kept up there. The only thing that was really out there was that whole Vogue photo shoot and how they got a lot of heat and some people were very upset about it. Um, then right now we're just talking about Will Smith, which is really not news. And then this whole Beyonce thing where we have this one singer, Khalees, who's upset. Oh, that, I heard about yeah, that, that, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. Upset I didn't that, listen to the song. So she, this lady used to sing Milkshake and... Right. Pharrell, she used to be managed by Pharrell and I guess would, was signed to his record label. And so she really wasn't, she was making it, she, she felt that Beyonce should have called her up and said, hey, it's common courtesy, I'm going to be using this song because it's not like Beyonce doesn't know her personally because she does. Oh. And then, um, so she was kind of upset that she didn't give him the common courtesy. And then two, she was really upset about Pharrell. Basically, she was saying the hypocrisy it is behind it. She, basically, she was saying Beyonce has all these girl power, you know, who runs the world girls, girl power. But yet she didn't have the common courtesy to call me up and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be using your song. And then two, her issue with Pharrell was basically, look, you're always talking about how artists need to renegotiate and get their music back. Yet you have my music mm. and you have, and you're making money off it. And that's why you could put it on Beyonce's album, profit off it. And yet it's, you know, it's my song basically. So Beyonce used the milkshake song? Yeah, she used the beat to it. Oh. Like if you look at energy, yeah, she loses a beat. You can That's hear weird. the. Yeah, she used the beat. Like, 
she it was really Pharrell Pharrell she really gave that heat to Pharrell she was kind of, she she was upset and I get it why she would be upset because if she's somebody that you know and yeah. if you have mutuals then I would say that the expectation would be like hey by the way I'm like, using this Beyonce's so big like why don't you just make your own song because you know? nothing's nothing's new under the sun like all the like even like that dance like um was influenced by bob fossey the the um her dancing to um you know the put a ring on it song if you like mm-hmm. it put a ring on it that song that leave that dancing was was bob fossey it's called and so yeah she i mean there's nothing being new a real artist is though is creating new stuff but it's you know what it's really not anymore i think but that's what it is like it yeah that's what that, it was that's what it is yeah. right like it's not like it, at this point i don't i think they're in the business of there's she's not she's in the business of making money i don't need i don't think she's necessarily an innovator no as much as they like to say that she is well not if you're innovator. taking somebody else's song and using it not at all I mean, so producers, not necessarily an innovator. Um, there's, there's, you know, we live in a day and age where there's no many, there's no more innovate, you know, it's, there's not any innovators anymore. Like everything, like there's, people aren't, and I think that's why Gen Z is so obsessed with like the 90s and even the 80s and those things. And because that explains Target's clothing exactly they're upset and walmart too walmart had some do you remember the movie clueless yeah you know that like yeah, little yellow plaid dress that she wore yes 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 like she had that at walmart right now yeah because they're they're obsessed with it and that's because there's really nothing so i think the so so remember like that lady regular clothes remember that one lady um she used to sing what's going on she's a big time producer i can't remember her name i'm gonna say linda something or other i'm horrible with names i'm like "Uh." but she was saying basically that the music industry kind of did it to themselves in terms of creating artists that weren't necessarily artists so for example so you have an artist like you had an old artist you knew you just it, it was more about quantity and less about quality so this artist could have been for right now whereas before it was an artist that you were really like pushing and it was going to be a long-term thing but mm-hmm. then it became about who's hot right now know. yeah and so now it became so now you have like like think about like when is there going to be another phil collins right you know probably not Holland oaks probably you know probably not and if you look at kind of the 90s bands probably not mm-hmm. like yeah. you know nirvana maybe you're not gonna have another nirvana like i think that that's <clears throat> the 90s look in the 90s music it was like these artists really innovated you know yeah well and that's where it comes back to actually finding artist yeah, right not, like I mean, not everybody's an artist you can try to want to be but that doesn't make you an artist right like no 
Picasso, right? Look at the sculptors that used to be alive back in the day. We don't have sculptors like that now that you can make a piece of marble look like it was freaking an actual person, right? You know, we don't have, and maybe we're not looking hard enough. Maybe if we do, we don't have, so there was people, right? There was, I was like noticing like intellectuals, right? Like even like Hunter S. Thompson, like Mm -hmm. James Baldwin, like really Maya Angelou, you know, these like true intellectuals that sat really well read and had these like amazing conversations with journalists we don't have that like mm, i feel that we do though are are you familiar with the intellectual dark web so like sam harris yeah uh, but i'm not i'm talking mainstream because i mean i don't i don't see them sitting down with 60 minutes you know what i'm saying like yeah, I think they choose not to, though. You know, it was it, so that at that moment in time, you had I don't know if it was Dan Rather, but you had them creating PBS specials like they were having true conversations with, you know, it, it was more in the public eye. So even if you say we do, it's not like their household well, names. Look at Rogan, right? Like a lot of the people that are on Rogan, you've got some very, very intellectual people that are on Rogan they're not activists necessarily, right? Like Maya Angelou yeah. is an activist. And a writer, yeah. Right, and, Poet. A, and a writer and stuff. A lot of the people that you have on Rogan, he's got a variety of all different sides, but there are quite a few intellectual people on there that he has from, you know, talking about space to talking about literally anything and everything. Well, I mean, he has like Neil deGrasse, you know, Tyson, is it nice? Is it Neil deGrasse Tyson? Tyson. Yeah, Neil yeah. deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, he has then, him um, on there talking. Now, I would Mich- say Michikako or something like that. He's a astrophysicist or something too. Yeah, so he does have like astrophysicists on there, Neil deGrasse Tyson. But um, so I would say yes, but those are more scientists than you know people that are talking about philosophers. You know, like, yeah, philosophers. We got Jordan um, Peterson. Going- I don't know about lately though. Um, Peterson was really good, but lately he's been. I don't know. Like I think he got beat up so much by people verbally that he's. I don't know. Like he swung a little too hard. He just needs to step back a little bit. Yeah, I think at this point, just kind of step back and just say, "Hey, you know." yeah he needs to step back he's lately he's been saying things that i don't necessarily agree with him yeah on 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 some things i do appreciate people who have those conversations because i think those conversations need to be had but i just feel that right now you can't have those conversations because if you have those conversations you're going to get canceled and you're going to get canceled by whoever decides that what you're saying is not i don't necessarily agree with what you're saying but then again you know like to be honest what i say today if i get more information and learn something different is not necessarily gonna be what i think about tomorrow for that matter if you're a smart person right like if you're a smart person you take that information and you evaluate your thoughts but a lot of people don't do that 
if it doesn't align with what they thought already and they don't get confirmation bias from it, it's not what they want to hear. Yeah. And even then, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's you, right? So sometimes your opinion yeah. is formulated by the experiences that you live and that's the opinion that you give people. But then when you sit down and have a conversation or truly analyze what the other person is saying or have a conversation with somebody that you may have opposing views over, you may get to learn why they think the way that they do. Yeah. Um, but if you're not having those conversations or even sitting at the table with that person, then you're not even going to know what it happens is to your point. It, those types of conversations go further underground. And as you mentioned, what do you say? The dark web? The intellectual dark web. Yeah. It's, the intellectual dark web. The intellectual and that's where dark those... web is like a group of uh, people like Rogan falls into the intellectual dark web, although he isn't. I mean, he's a pretty smart guy just because he's learned a lot from different people, but I wouldn't say he's like a genius or anything. He's got quite a few geniuses I feel that he's had on the show. Um, I can't think of a couple of the people's names right now, but there's like a brother set that look almost alike that he's had on there. And um, they, he, they were both, I think, professors, but they pretty much got canceled. You know, they like stopped working at the college they were working at because they had different views that weren't what the college wanted so there's this movie by antonio banderas and i'm trying to figure out what the name of the movie is because i'm you know what i should have like a list of what i'm going to say because i'm trying to forget what the name of the movie is but that's <laughs> antonio banderas and in this movie he is like an amateur, almost like an amateur archaeologist. And in the amateur archaeologist, so in that movie, he's an amateur archaeologist. And so he's going and he's found these paintings on his property. And he's saying, hey, you know, man existed in this area at this moment in time. He went and he put that information out to the people who were studying archaeology. And they kind of like boot him out and called him that it wasn't true and all of those things. So he died, even though he had been doing all his studies, died as an outcast in the scientific community. And apparently this is a true story. Finding so with that said- Altamira? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, finding Altamira. Spanish archaeologist and his daughter caused worldwide controversy when they discovered cave paintings that are 10,000 years old. Yes, and they were like, we don't agree. Yeah, well, that's going on right now, right? Like, we found exactly. stuff that's way older than we thought humans were around. And they literally have found things like spark plugs from hundreds of thousands of years ago. And we've been told that People that long ago were cavemen and couldn't do anything. Exactly. You know what? And I think that those are biases um, to your point. Oh, it's like people, course. yeah, people came in and saying, okay, so these pyramids, there's no the way. Bible. Yeah, these pyramids, there's no way. The whole thing with the whole, I really don't like when people put their whole, um, they say, well, it doesn't fit with the, they don't know. Like that's, it's not like they don't know they don't know <laughs> it doesn't discredit uh, the bible 
right? Like exactly. Just because these things are doesn't mean that stuff that's in the Bible didn't really happen. Like Noah's Ark, we've literally found the ship that we think is Noah's Ark, and exactly. like we found the city of Sodom and Gomorrah and stuff like that. So it's like not to discredit the Bible, but there are some inaccuracies of what our Bible has, right? Like when god created the heavens and earth and stuff like that it's when it's in adam and eve were created all but the does things. it even but you know honestly does it even matter right in the grand scheme of what the purpose of the book is the purpose of the book depends is on not, who you ask yeah right well well i don't know I, I i don't think it is i mean at the end of the day the book is based on you know it's it's not about the timeline um, right. When, well, like, I don't understand how that's, that's important. I really don't understand that's how that's it depends important. Depends on who you ask. Like, yeah, are you trying to take the lessons of the Bible? Because there are certain parts of the Bible, right, that talk about making people your slave as long as they're not from your town, as long as they're from the other cities around you, you can make people your slaves. Um, stuff like that, right? Like, what do you want to take from the Bible? Do you want to take Jesus's teachings from the Bible, right? Yeah. Because Jesus the jesus teachings from the bible teach you how to be like a good person essentially yeah they almost view things and i heard this girl talking about how she's talking about vertical looking at things vertically and looking at things horizontally like when you look at things vertically and if it's like your morality comes from a vertical place you see god then you see yourself then you see everybody else mm -hmm. right but okay. then when you look at morality from a horizontal you look at morality from how it impacts everybody and that's almost how i feel about jesus's teachings is it's looking at morality horizontally right also vertically right but at the same time also horizontally how yeah. are, is my behavior going to impact everybody around me yeah. so i do find that whole that whole interesting but i but to your point, I, I don't necessarily agree with people that are digging their heels on, you know, something Ancient that they books. don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just that has been translated and translated and taken out. Yeah. Like there, I forget how many books that are missing from the like Bible that the Americans have. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I think there are 15 in, stories that are missing. Digging in your heels on something, you know, that is in my opinion inconsequential but to your point it's depending who you're asking right there's some people that may be like no it's you know whatever it's literal whatever. It's, it's literal, literal. whatever whatever yeah, whatever, whatever. Literally. yeah for sure so yeah you just consider who the source is but as we're talking about that same thing is happening so now to your point people can't even so Right, you have these theories floating around in the science community. It's a community of scientists, right? So the way you you let's say you publish a book or publish a theory, then it is reviewed by your peers. So it's a peer-reviewed mm -hmm. article. And if your peers agree with that, it, it makes it's published. And if they don't, it may not get published. Right. And you may not get, you know, support financial right from institutions or whatever. So it almost behooves you to agree with everybody else. 
So when you have scientists that don't agree with everybody else, then it's almost like they're getting ostracized. And it's no different what happened to the Antonio Banderas character in Altamira. They were like, hey, I believe that, you know, the, these are real. And they were like, no, possibly never not. And then at the end of the day, yeah. he ended up having like truth was on his side. And it happened years, even after the guy died. I think that right now, because to your point of cancel culture, we can't even have those conversations with people. Brett, uh, Brett, Weinstein, Brett Weinstein, Weinstein, I think his name is Weinstein, him and his brother, um, they're the two professors that I was talking about that are, they were professors. One of the brothers is kind of on this whole other level right now like he thinks he discovered like how the universe really works and it's a really interesting theory um and he made like a visual of it too it's like a this three-dimensional thing it looks really interesting so you know what i find fascinating so i was watching steve-o apparently has a podcast with some other with i don't know who the other guy is um that has it and he had some physicist on there or something i don't even know what if it was a physicist but what they were saying is that 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 this gentleman's theory was that aliens weren't going to be coming from the sky like we think oh, that they're yeah, going to be coming in from that. like it's from us like, from other dimensions popping in from and other out. dimensions yeah. yes yes I thought that was bizarre. I mean, when I when you think about it, yeah, it I mean, makes if, if we become that advanced, yeah. Well, he's saying that other like other civilizations or or that aliens are going to come. That it's not going to be what we think. That it's going to be people coming in from other dimensions. That it's not going to be people coming in from space. And now with all this UFO conversation happening, like you know, are they coming yeah. from space? Well, let's just trip you out, right? Like, mm -hmm. us looking in space right now, right, with the James Webb telescope. So we're looking at things that literally don't exist in our time. It exists at that time, hundreds of thousands of years ago. But we're looking at it right now, right this second, mm -hmm. through the James Webb telescope. And that's the same thing for here. So if you were out there and you're looking at earth right now humans don't exist right now if you're hundreds of thousands of light years away and you're looking at earth we don't exist right now you're looking at dinosaurs right now bizarre right bizarre. Look, look. like it's so mind-blowing when you have those conversations with people who actually study all of that and it's like whoa like really you know that would be but if you have a um a, everything you know, exists all at once that's what that dude was talking about right on steve-o's show like everything exists all at once in this very second yeah beginning and in the end right everything at the same time yeah and that's interesting for sure i you know there's just so much that that we it's amazes me that for how advanced we are right and how we're not, um like we, we don't know we yeah but yeah how not. advanced we think we are we don't know where we came from like if we were really that advanced we'd have like one now there's theories right and there's probabilities yeah. 
And, but, you know, I once took a class that explored that in college. And one of the things that for me made like the way my mind works, it's just like, did we evolve, right? Because there's like the theory of evolution right. that we, you know, or, you know, there was this bang, big man theory. But then when you look at the way the human body works and when you look at certain animals and how, you know, how they work and you're like, and then you, you build something like this, like there's no way this could have come from nothing, you know? Like we yeah. have a cell phone, like somebody had to put this together. And then when you're looking at AI, and you're thinking, okay, if we can create, you know, something that we, that, you know, something that is able to, you know, track thoughts and things and all of these things and all this information, like, is it really far-fetched to think that somebody created us? It's, yeah. Know, well, it's, and it, like, the Bible, right? Going back to the Bible, the Bible is a story that well it's like a bunch of stories that were like all put together by people throughout time and not necessarily the people that wrote the stories right it's whoever decided like for instance king james if you're looking at the king james version he decided what he wanted in there and what he didn't and how it was translated and how certain words were translated right and so we have that version but there are other versions that like uh, looking at the Sumerian story of how life came around, mm -hmm. which is talks about like Enlil and Enki and all of those and how basically they created humans to be their slaves because they were tired of doing the work. And so they literally used DNA splicing to create humans. And there are images that are in archaeological facts that they knew about DNA back then. Of like images of the double helix and stuff in in the stones, like right their stone pictures that they drew and stuff like that. And so it's like, whose stories do we pick? I don't know. Because you know? it was all oral history, right? Yeah. Didn't we have this conversation about well, oral history? Kind of. I mean, yeah, it's we kind did. of oral history. It's literally yeah, engraved think... in stone and cuneiform. Yeah, yeah. But when you talk about the Bible, right, and you talk about oral history, so it's not it's not so far fetched that this oral history was passed down to generation, generation, generation. And I think we talked well, about we a talked lot of those about stories that. were found, like yeah. literally written on papyrus from some of these people. Like, um, uh, what are they called? I can't freaking think of the names but they were literally found inside pottery in like a cave some of the stories mm -hmm. uh the scrolls the uh Scroll, dead sea scrolls yeah the dead sea scrolls and stuff i mean those are legitimate documents right like yeah. those aren't stories they were legitimate documents yeah so and a so lot of the dead sea scrolls are not in the bible yeah they're not and i don't i don't i haven't even read them to be honest with you to know what they those have to do with say. like uh thoth and inky and enlil and stuff like that as well mm. so and i i think it was thoth he said that he had written like 
thousands of documents, but we only found like those ones in those pottery. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's totally, yeah, the whole, it's, it's interesting what they're doing. Definitely. Or have you seen that those, uh, those, um, those ladies that um, there was, they found some ancient seeds. I think it was like ancient date seeds and they actually germinated them. Uh -uh. Yeah. That's also, I think it was a whole documentary on it. I mean, they're finding some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then talking about finding stuff like mead. Oh my goodness. They're finding every, like all these, they can find what, three bodies. Oh, three bodies? Did they find out who they were? Oh, lake mead. I thought you meant really? actual mead, like the drinking kind. No, no, no. No, lake yeah, mead. Yeah, lake mead. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, we found some beer that had psychedelics in it. Um, oh, and my so, goodness. And that, so it actually has to do with, like, the wine that Jesus was giving people. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Having psychedelics in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting, interesting theory. But I was referring to Lake Mead Lake in Nevada. Mead. Yeah. <laughs> I was referring to Lake Mead in Nevada about all those like the bodies mom. that they're finding because of the water receding. And I wonder what else they're going to find down there um, because of the water receding. Yeah. Mm -mm. I always think about stuff like that with the different waterways, right? Like look at Lake Louisville, for instance. Like if Lake Louisville ever dried up, like the crazy stuff that we would find in Lake Louisville. Oh, I'm sure. Well, lakes turn over. So sometimes in the in the fall, like when the temperature changes, they turn over. Sometimes those bodies that were at the bottom rise up. Hmm. So I always thought I that that no was idea. interesting. Yeah, they turn over. It's we. It's uh. It's kind of weird. What does that mean? They turn over. Like what? The soil moves or no. what? No, let's let's talk. I got I, at some point I read the science behind it. Um, turnover of lakes. Let me look at it. So it's called seasonal turnover of lakes. So, uh, so what do they do? Simply put, lake turnover is a seasonal mixing of the entire water column. For many lakes, deeper than twenty feet, distinct thermal stratified layers of water from from during the summer. These layers prevent the lake from mixing and aerating. So, uh, da, da, da. so does somebody so, yeah, do it or the lake does it? I think it's done naturally. It's crazy. During the process, the bottom layer of the water starts shifting to the top. Hence the term turning over. Huh. Yeah. So it's like lake turnover. How does that work? It's weird. It's, yeah, I mean, there's a soul science behind it. So yeah, they call fall fall over fall turnover physical look at lakes. I mean, there's a lot of um, research done I'm on it. I have to look at that. You have to look <laughs> it like, up. How does that work? How does the lake just go? Okay, I'm gonna flip my layers now. And here it is. How and why lakes stratify and turn over? We explain the science. So there's a the whole thing. So I knew that that happens. I just don't know the science behind it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like. It's called thermal stratification. When the lakes hmm. divide into different layers of density due to differing temperatures. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Due to different temperatures. So as the temperature changes on the outside, 
I got you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, stromal stratification. But so yeah, that was that. But um, yeah, there's this whole science behind it. But yeah, it was just crazy that they found those poor folks. I mean, hopefully their families get closure because that's what you really want to happen. Yeah. You know, at the very least when people are, are missing is at the very least they find closure to them. I don't know. All right, Michelle, I think it's about that time. All right. Well, All right. subscribe if you want to know whenever we drop each episode and have a good night and a great week. Good night. Good night. Great. <laughs>